Hello, welcome to our broadcast today here at Faith Builder. My name is Scott Phillips, and it is our desire that you would be blessed by what we share today. Over the next few months, uh, we'll share things I have seen and been pondering about the Word of God, as well as uh, guests, friends, and people that uh, come across my path and I enjoy talking to about the Word of God. So sit back, enjoy it, and if this podcast blesses you, I encourage you to uh, subscribe, to give us a good rating, and to share it with your friends. God bless you. We pray that your faith is built today on Faith Builder. How powerful is a single seed? You know, this is something that I've pondered over the past few days. In fact, I, I shared with uh, the church that I pastor on Wednesday night uh, the miracle of a seed. Here behind me, you see a picture of a watermelon. And a watermelon, a single watermelon, can contain up to 800 seeds uh, in one watermelon. Think about that. And every seed, if it's planted, will put out a vine that will hold up to four watermelons. So one seed has the multiplication possibility of up to 3,200 times. I would love to figure out a place I could put $100, and in a season, it would grow by 3,200%. It is interesting when you consider the book of Genesis, uh, the book of beginnings in the first chapter of Genesis, chapter 11, uh, the, the Bible says, And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And so a believer who begins his journey through the book of our under that gives us our understanding and our worldview uh, about the world around us, we understand that that in the beginning God created everything in fullness, in maturity, and in that there was seed that would uh, ensure the propagation and the the multiplication of those original created things. I know you've heard it. Uh, uh, the question, what came first, the chicken or the egg? I believe based on Genesis, uh, the chicken came first, and within the chicken there was the possibility of, of procreation, of, of uh, multiplication, and the chicken laid the egg. And from that, there is today the possibility, if you choose, to go to your favorite chicken restaurant, and uh, whether it's uh, Raisin Cane's, Chick-fil-A, KFC, Popeye's, or just go buy a package at the local grocery store, uh, that all began when the Lord created it in the beginning. So 
this this just for a few minutes, I, I want to talk to you about the miracle of the seed. In Mark chapter four, Jesus said, "So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground. Uh, the kingdom of God is like unto a seed." The scripture says further in verse thirty-one, "It is like a grain of mustard seed." It's comparing the kingdom is is like a grain of mustard seed uh, when it is when it is sown into the earth. It is it is the smallest of, of seeds, but when it is grown and has uh, became what was in the possibility of that seed, it is so great that even birds can rest in its branches. And, and the key is the miracle of the seed is not the fact that it exists, but the miracle of the seed is only experienced if it is sown. And so this picture of a watermelon, the fact that it ever became that, someone somewhere took the time to prepare the ground and to sow seed, be sure that it was uh, capable of of bringing a, a vine into a health and being sure that there was enough water. And, and from that would become uh, available refreshing, sweet watermelon. And if you're like me, you put a little salt on it, and it's it's a great thing to have. But it all starts with a seed, and so uh, I think it's important for us to recognize that the, the kingdom of God is like a seed. And uh, you know, here the other day, my wife uh, uh, pointed out to me a, a phenomenon when it just became kind of a front of mind. I'm sure you probably read about it. There, people across America are receiving these. Um, packages from China and you open them up and there's something in there you didn't order. There's all kinds of seeds. Many people wouldn't even know what kind of seeds they are and they're being sent to houses all across the country. And our agriculture departments have been saying don't plant the seeds because this could be crop warfare uh, and and uh, someone may be trying to hurt or harm our agricultural possibilities by introducing invasive species through these seeds. And and it just so happened that what had just happened at my house is we had received a white package with all kinds of Chinese lettering or numbering on it, and it was sent to the wrong address. Previous to my wife reading the story, she had seen it. It was supposed to go to a neighbor, and being a good neighbor like she is, she took it to the neighbor. Well, after that had happened, like that day, she read this story about these white packages with Chinese letters all over them, and the 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 the, the directions given is don't sow the seed. And so, I think it's important for us to recognize that there are different kinds of seeds that we can plant, but the seed of the Word of God. Uh, that, that if we will take the promises, the words, the scriptures of the word of God and sow them into our life, it has the capacity and the capability of producing wonderful things. You know, uh, while I was uh, studying for this lesson, I, I thought I would uh, do a search 
uh, can you buy seeds for poison ivy? Of course, no one likes poison ivy. It's a horrible thing to get in contact with. And I know that every spring I'm going around and trying to figure out where the poison ivy's come up and try to cut it back and try not to touch it if I find it because it will give you a, quite a quite a problem. And uh, so I, I did a search, seeds for poison ivy. Thankfully, no one's selling it. But I did find you can buy a package of seeds for hemlock. Hemlock, it's poison. And uh, I, uh, every part of a hemlock plant is poisonous. The leaves, the stems, the roots, the seeds. This bitter, bitter plant, there is nothing good about it. It is beautiful to the eye. Uh, the ancients were familiar with hemlock, and they would use it to uh, kill uh, a convicts. It was uh, the death penalty. They would use that to kill convicts. And uh, But people somewhere must think there's a market for hemlock seeds because you can go to Etsy and you can buy a package of hemlock seeds. And so our world is full of possibilities of what we can sow into our lives. And I would say to you that if you're a believer... The Bible says the kingdom of God is like a seed, even a mustard seed, of the smallest of seeds. If you'll sow it, it becomes great and becomes a place where the blessing and the purpose and the moving of the Spirit will be manifested. You know, while I was uh, uh, studying for this, Hosea chapter 10 and verse 12, it says, Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. And and that concept just really came alive to me. So to yourselves. You know, I have great neighbors. They're wonderful people. And, and I have, there's a few times, probably more than a few times, they've cut the front part of my yard because it makes their yard look good. And, and uh, for whatever reason, they they they're in the midst of it. Many times they will cut that front part of my yard, but they have never, <laughs> they've never pulled weeds in my flower bed and they've never planted flowers in my flower bed. If I want flowers in my flower bed and I want the weeds out of my flower bed, either I or my wife or my children or someone that I would hire would have to pull those weeds and plant those flowers. I have to do that for myself so to yourselves. And I think it's very important for us to recognize that the reason why many of us may not enjoy the possibilities of goodness in our life is because though we have a a bag of seed, we have wonderful, precious truths that, that we are able to read and meditate upon, to follow, to believe, and obey. The only way the power of the Word of God becomes available to me is I have to sow it. Sow to myself the seed, the miraculous seed of the Word of God. And what you know, the Bible says in Galatians chapter 6, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. If you sow to the flesh, you'll reap corruption. If you sow the spirit, you'll reap life everlasting. And I think it's very important to recognize one of the greatest uh, possibilities that we have available in our lives is we have an opportunity to choose what we grow in our life. Will we grow peace and grow love and grow 
uh, uh, gentleness and goodness and meekness? Am I going to grow these things so that the Bible says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, faith, against which there is no law. Do I want to have the fruit of the Spirit? If I want to have the fruit of the Spirit, I must sow to myself. I must put myself in a position to break up the fallow ground in my life and make a space and a place for the Spirit of God to move and flow so that what grows from me, flows from me, are the desirable, gracious, God-blessed gifts and fruits that will flow because of what I have I have planted in my in my life. You know, one one place, Matthew chapter 13, uh, the Bible uh, tells us Jesus told a parable about a man that went and sowed good seed. And when the seed came up, there was there was a lot of bad plants came up. And and the the those around him said, I thought you planted good seed. He said, I did plant good seed. An enemy came and planted bad seed. And Jesus said, the good seed are the children of God. God sows the children of God into this world to be a witness to his grace and his power and his possibility for the people that are here. But on the same way, the enemy, the evil one, comes and sows evil seed. And they're growing up amongst the good seed or the bad seeds. And the challenge is, is we all have to just choose of, of, of which will we be a witness to. Will we be a witness of grace or a witness of bitterness? Will we be a witness of love or a witness of hate? Will we be a witness of peace or will we be a, peace, a, a witness of, of, of division and, and strife? And, and we do have the power to sow these desires, these principles, the things that we stretch for. The Bible says, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. The, the good things, the best things that we can experience in our life it's going to come through purposeful, intentional, striving, stretching, desiring, praying, seeking the, the good, the good. The good for us, but even more importantly, the good for others, the good for the kingdom of God, the good for the work of God. And when we will do that, we will enjoy a, a, to, to reap a harvest that can only come from the the blessing of the Lord. In conclusion, in Luke chapter 17, the, the apostle said unto the Lord, increase our faith. And Jesus said, you don't need more faith. He said, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can speak to this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. It, and what does that mean? It, it doesn't. It's not the size of your faith. It is the faith that you sow. If you will sow faith into relationships, if you will sow uh, love into circumstances, if you will sow peace into uh, difficult relationships, it is the act of faith, the act of stretching and praying and reaching. That kind of faith moves mountains. In conclusion, 
a number of years ago, I was a, a young man, and uh, I felt led to ask someone to pray for me. And I went over and asked them to pray for me. And in just a little while, they came over and they did. They prayed for me. And when they concluded praying for me, I was deeply touched. I really felt like the Lord had done something for me. If you've ever had a, a, a man of God pray for you, and and I was I just could feel it. And and this this man of God said to me, he said, you know, I I, I prayed for you, and I believe that that what the Lord has done today, He's imparted into you a gift. That, that will work in your life. He said, but it's not grown. It is a seed. And it's up to you to make time and space for that, that seed, that impartation of faith to grow and for it to become what it is the Lord wants to do in your life. And, and I, I found in my own life so many things that are available to those who love God. The Lord gives them seeds, not just seeds in their Bible they can read, but every time we go to church, I believe the Lord sows faith. The Lord sows seeds, and we receive that seed. And either we're going to put it uh, on the dashboard of our car or put it on the, the dresser at the house or stick them in our pocket and forget about it. When in reality, the Lord wants us to take the word of God, that which is written and that which is preached, the faith that is generated in our hearts, and take that and sow it. Sow it in, in implementing the concepts. Sow it by, by praying for it in the Spirit. Sow it by striving to share it with people that we know. And it is in that miraculous power of a seed that we can see the the almost incalculable uh, benefit and increase that comes from the Word of God. I don't know how many of you like a watermelon. I do. There's a picture of it. But, you know, to enjoy a watermelon, someone has to take a single watermelon seed and they have to step out into the field and find themselves a piece of prepared ground. They have to prepare the ground. And they have to put that seed at the right depth. They have to ensure that it's protected and, and watched and be sure the, the beast and the varmints don't eat the vine. For that vine to grow and grow and grow and for there to eventually be a watermelon to enjoy on a hot Mississippi day. And that's true today. God has given you seeds. And if you want to experience the miraculous multiplication power of the seeds God gives you, you got to prepare the ground. You got to sow the seed. You got to water it and, and watch it and anticipate its fulfillment. Because God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. And so I would say to you today, be not weary in well-doing, for ye shall reap if ye faint not. And by the help and grace of God, you and I, we're going to keep on praying, keep believing, keep preaching, keep teaching, keep witnessing, keep standing true and resisting the evil work of the enemy. And we're going to see God do unprecedented things 
in our day, even in the days to come. Yes. If you live in the Jackson area, I invite you to come. And and, and I believe the Lord is going to be spreading some gospel seed, some miraculous seeds, some seeds of faith this Sunday at Spring Ridge. Uh, we're on the corner of Highway 18 and Spring Ridge Road. Um, service on Sunday begins at 1030. We are practic- practicing social distancing. Our seating is uh, uh, designated where you can sit. And we're encouraging everybody to to respect uh, people's space and uh, to, to make uh, some time to give God praise. If there was ever a time that America needs to pray, that believers need to pray, that those that have drifted away from God need to pray, it is this time. And I pray that the Lord would put it in your heart to come and worship with us this Sunday at 1030. God bless you. Faith Builder. Faith is the building block upon which everything else in our life grows. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Awesome. He is the only way, truth, and life. It is in Jesus, our faith in Jesus, where everything flows. We have an opportunity to add to our faith, build upon our most holy faith, and grow in faith. That is my goal, to grow in faith. Thank you for tuning in to Faith Builder today. If you are blessed, subscribe to the podcast, share it with others, and consider rating our podcast. This will help us reach further than we could by ourselves. Your help in this is deeply appreciated. Faith Builder. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God.